Welcome to Table Talk, where each week I unpack ideas and insights from Christian theology and spirituality that help you become a more thoughtful, calm, and just a downright great human being. My name is Brett Tilford, pastor at the table at Church in Saxe, Texas, and this is part five of our series titled Conflict, What to Do When Relationships Break Down, but this is kind of part two of uh, the, the section on relational triangles. So today I want to give uh, a few more thoughts about an idea crystallized by family therapist Edwin Friedman known as, as I said, relational triangles. So in my video or podcast a few days ago, I talked about how relational triangles name the tendency that everyone has when they're in conflict to rope in a third person. For example, if Susie gets offended by Jim, she doesn't talk to Jim because that's difficult and uncomfortable. Instead, she goes to Rachel. So in my video today, I want to really focus in on how to de-triangle. That is how to get out of a relational triangle that you find yourself getting roped into so that you no longer have to carry the stress for a relationship you're actually powerless to solve. Before we get there, I want to mention that a relational triangle is not always between three people. It can also be between two people and a third thing, often an addiction. So for example, Susie gets into a fight with Jim, but she doesn't really want to deal with that. It's uncomfortable and depressing, and so instead Susie goes out and gets plastered or binge watches Netflix for three days or eats her feelings, etc. This is why my beloved Professor Frank Green said, All addiction is avoidance. It's a triangle. There is myself in the uncomfortable feelings I have about a person or situation or past pain or emotional trauma or whatever, and so I run to the third. Whether it's an affair or Krispy Kremes, I run to the third. Okay, so what do you do when you find yourself as the third? What do you do when you're the one being triangled? Well, as the ancient Swahili proverb says, when elephants fight, it's the grass that gets crushed. So how do you stop from getting crushed? Well, here are three steps. Number one, focus on yourself. Are you worked up, angry? Chill out, calm down. If you aren't calm, you're only contributing to the anxiety in the relational system. So do what you gotta do. Pray, go for a walk, get nature, calm down, stop obsessing over them and their problems and tune into yourself. The best way you can help them is by being non-anxious yourself. So don't freak out on them. Don't scream. How dare you triangle me? Stop it. No, calm down. First, focus on yourself, your own emotions, your own soul. Okay, step two, redirect them. Simply explain that they need to talk with the person they have the problem with. It seems so straightforward, but it's amazing how blind people can be to the fact that they are coming to you to talk about others. They do not know what they are doing, but they are doing it. Simply explain to them what they are doing and redirect them to one another. Friedman tells a story about a couple's therapy session between a husband and a wife, and the husband had to step out of the session for a moment to use the restroom or something, and the wife immediately turned to Friedman, and in a sort of, you know, between you and me tone, she said, I think he might be gay. He asked her why. She gave a few reasons. The husband returned to the room. Friedman turns to the husband and says, well, I'm glad you're back. Your wife was just telling me that she thinks you might be gay. And they went on to have a very straightforward and productive session. Now, obviously, that's a unique situation, but it shows that if need be, you can be pretty bold and straightforward in your de-triangling. However, this brings me to something I call the 48-hour rule, which is when someone comes to you with a problem that actually has to do with someone else, explain that they have 48 hours to tell them or else you'll go ahead and let them know. Again, that's a pretty easy way to de-triangle while still giving them the opportunity to be the courageous one. 
but you'll have to have wisdom and discernment to know when that would make sense. In other words, when it's a big freaking deal, use the 48-hour rule. Eh, when it's not such a big deal, you might give them more time. But again, insist that they have the conversation. All right, number three, be present but not triangled. If you want to help bring change, maintain a well-defined, present, but non-triangled relationship with the two people. In other words, you're there for them. You love them. You can even listen to them. But when the conversation is no longer A, them processing what they need to own and work through, or B, processing about the others so that they can have a productive conversation with that person, then you simply refuse that conversation. doesn't mean you have to cut them off. doesn't mean you don't answer their calls. It just means you aren't willing to play the triangle game with them. By the way, this last point is not required of you. The situation may be so toxic that you decide, I just don't want any part of this. That's okay. This is a good strategy, though, when you really care about the two people and their relationship with one another. So that's the three steps. Focus on yourself. Redirect them. Be present but not triangled. Well, that's all for today. If you like this podcast, please uh, share it with a friend. Uh, drop a comment and a subscribe. All right, grace and peace.